Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are intentionally choosing to fix your heart on Jesus. My hope and prayer are that this study would encourage you and remind you of who he is. The holidays can be crazy and life can be challenging, but when we shift our focus and remember who he is, everything changes. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media. You can also hit the button to share the episode via text with them. We both know we could all use something that will help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. If you want to know God through His Word better, I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of the study away to our members. And we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, MMA Jenkins, and myself with worship from Christine Knuckles. Do not miss this. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now, let's get started with celebrating who he is. You are listening to the He Is Attributes of God Advent Study. This section is the Do This Before Advent Begins section, which includes how to use this study and reflect and commit. Your intention with this, audio listeners, is to do this if you can before Advent begins, which starts this year on November 29th, 2020. If you are listening to this in the middle of December, still take the time to listen through this section. I tell those who are going through the printed version of the study to give themselves 30 minutes to an hour. This will be a little bit different for you because you'll listen to it, if at all possible. I want to encourage you to hit pause and reflect on the questions I'm going to ask you in the reflect and commit section. By doing that, you'll get so much more out of this. Journal it if you can and grab a friend who can help hold you accountable as you go through those things. Okay, let's get going. Reading the section, how to use this study. Hooray, the study is starting. I know it's pretty typical to skip intro sections, but take the time as you'll likely find this study a little different from what you've done before. Give yourself about 30 minutes to work through the entire intro of this study. However, at the end of that time, we can guarantee you will be ready for Advent. For many of you, studying God's word comes second nature, and for others, it can be overwhelming. I know to study God's word, Knowing how to study God's word and walk with him are lacking in our current culture. We tend to take what others have learned, letting social media, podcasts, church, and books become our crutch. These things aren't bad, but they can't be the only places we take in God's word. So let's study his word and celebrate who he is this Advent. Now let's chat about the study. Following along or picking your pace. We want you to choose your flow over the course of Advent. Traditionally, Advent begins the four Sundays before Christmas and ends on Christmas Day. You are welcome to follow that traditional schedule or pick your own pace. We've given you 25 days of content, five light study days for when you light your Advent candles, typically on those Sundays, and 20 study days. You can start this on December 1st and go to 25 straight days, or you can start in November or halfway through December. There isn't a set way you have to do this study. 
Trust the spirit in you to lead you at your own pace, knowing that shame is not from your father. I hate to put dates on study days because automatically our check the list selves take over. Enter with that comes shame and failure when we don't meet our standards. Fight this. Connecting with Jesus is not a check the box thing. It's only a connecting with Jesus thing. Man created Bible studies in calendars and checkbox lists, so give yourself some grace. Deal? Advent candle lighting and light-focused scripture days. Scripture study. If you aren't familiar with Advent, the process of Advent candles will be a little strange for you, but it's something I highly encourage. It's a simple practice and will remind you throughout the day of what you're preparing your heart for. I recommend placing your candles where you will see them often. Have some at home, but also consider having some at work. Using Advent candles is simple. Just grab five candles and follow the prompts in the study. They can be any size, color, or style. I recommend using battery-operated candles if you have young children in the house or want to use candles at your workplace or dorm room. Traditionally, you light the first candle the fourth Sunday before Christmas, and then one more each subsequent Sunday, lighting the final one on Christmas Day. However, follow your own plan if you'd rather. We put these days at the beginning of the study so you can plug it in when you want. If you aren't familiar with this process, I recommend setting out a note on Sundays to remind yourself about it and make it a priority. Then simply follow the prompts and let your heart engage with scripture on those days. Question, where could you put your Advent candles so you see them often? For audio listeners, I put my Advent candles in the center of my living room. Um, It's a place that we all pass as a family often. I also have little battery-operated tea light ones that I keep upstairs in the game room that my girls get to play with during Advent. So they love turning them on and off. We They still don't quite understand the Advent candle process. I just want them to engage and love it so much. So I keep some up there for them to play with as well. So find what works for you. Keep it simple. You will need five candles and they can be any size and any color. Question, what supplies do you need? When can you get them? Mark your calendar. For more information about Advent candles in this study, I have a video on YouTube. If you just search Becky Kaiser Advent candles and Becky Kaiser, he is study introduction. You can find a couple more videos that can help you out. Prayer prompt to start each session. Every day we will start Start with prayer because learning to talk to our father is a hard discipline. Fight the temptation to skip this prompt. I use the acronym pray and then pause to wait and listen. Praise God. Repent of sin. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God today. Wait and listen. Praise means thank God for who he is and what he has done in his word and all around you. Repent is to confess your sins, the things that separate us from him. Ask, request for others, for things going on in the world, or whatever else he brings to mind. Yield, surrender yourself and anything going on in your life today to your Father. Wait and listen. Pause afterwards and listen to see if God speaks back to you. You won't likely hear an audible voice. I never have, but you will likely experience a knowing. The more you listen, the more you will hear the voice in your heart as the Holy Spirit speaks. And And oftentimes we get our response the next time we open his word. You might prefer to grab a journal and to write out your prayers if you need more space, or you can pray without writing. I do a little bit of both, and I just jot down keywords and then talk to the Father. 
doer of the word application. We can often rush off at the end of time spent in Bible study. When we do this, we keep the knowledge of what we've learned in our heads and even our hearts, but we don't let it get to our hands, mouths, or feet. Let's change that this year. After we have studied his word, let's live out the command found in James 1.22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. This prompt is going is really centered on taking action on a truth you read about that day, applying it to your own life. The Lord might challenge you to respond somehow, like waking up earlier to get in his word and pray with more faith. He might correct you, asking you to do stop doing something like gossiping or judging a certain person or group. There might be some days you have several things you need to do, and other days this stays blank. Both are totally fine. The important thing is that you pause and ask the Lord if there is anything you should do. I should make a side note for you audio listeners, both on the prayer section and the do of the word application section. For all of these, you will have the opportunity to hit pause and pray, pause and figure out your do of the word application each day. I would encourage you also not to skip part past those parts. Starting our day with prayer to praise God, to repent of sins, to ask for others and ourselves, and to yield ourselves to God, and then choose to wait and listen to Him is such a beautiful and important part of our day. And then to follow that up, being a person, a woman who hears God's word spoken, we must pause to ask Him what He wants it to do with it. So we're not just puffed up with wisdom. So I'd encourage you. You're going to have to work a little bit harder, but do take some time to pause at the end of these times. Next section, who should I tell? Why the do of the word application gets us thinking about what areas we need to change in our lives. The who should I tell focuses more on sharing with others what God is teaching you. Don't worry, you aren't going to have to go knock on strangers' doors every day or even any day for that matter. The intent is way more natural. After you've talked to your father in prayer, studied his word, become a doer of his word, you are ready to tell others. Jesus' final command was to go and make disciples. Matthew 28, because we love others, we should want to share what is true with them. The problem is this often makes us very uncomfortable. We don't want to offend, so we say nothing at all. We fear that sharing something Others might not agree with is unloving, so we choose silence instead. Hear me. This is not the best way we can love them. If we really believe that God is teaching us is true, then we should share it with others. Some days you will have something to tell, and other days you won't. The point is that you slow down and ask the Father to give you a courageous heart and brave feet. You can do this. At the end of each day, you will see this prompt. And this is where I'll just read the doer of the word and the who should I tell challenge to at the end of each day. People are groups to consider when deciding who to tell each day. People you live with, i.e. family or roommates, coworkers, extended family members, friends, neighbors, strangers, look up when you're out and about, social media friends and followers. We have so many ways we can tell people, in person, text, phone call, email, or whatever way you like to communicate. You can also share more broadly by posting on social media. During seasons like Christmas, many are more open to hearing these kinds of truths. We know this is true because churches are packed on Christmas. They want to be part of this story. Many just don't know how to find their way to it. You can help by telling them what is true about the Father. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Stay connected. Research shows that when you do something with others, you're more likely to follow through and have better results. It's the reason why Weight Watchers, CrossFit, and all our friends online want us to join their fitness group for just 30 days. When you do things with others, you're more likely to succeed. You don't have to do this study alone. I love doing studies with other people for two main reasons. It forces me to stick with it, and I love learning what they have learned. Inevitably, when we start talking, someone will share something I didn't even see. Or their faith encourages me to push into Jesus more instead of going after him half-heartedly. Here are a few ways you can stay connected with others. Join the More Than Ordinary with Becky Kaiser Facebook group. This is a great space to go when you want to connect with others who want the same thing out of Advent as you do. There you can share what God has taught you that day. Share prayer requests. We love messy and vulnerable and be accepted just as you are. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash more than ordinary with Becky Kaiser to join and then check the box next to this prompt. Ask two. Ask a few friends to join you. It's never too late because with Amazon Prime, the study can be in your friend's hand in just two days and for free shipping too. Plus, doing this with others is not just so much more fun, but it is so much more beneficial for them and for you. We know life is crazy busy right now, but you have space and time for this and will not regret the value it brings. Question, who are two to five friends you could text right now and ask to join you? Feel free to hit pause on this podcast episode and go ahead and text two to five friends if you'd like. Three, host or co-host a group. We give you all you need to lead. If you are interested in hosting a group online or in person, go to beckykaiser.com. Also, we have a private Facebook group just for group leaders to share tips, prayer requests, and encouragement. If you don't want to host a group but you'd love to be in a group, check out our groups page at beckykaiser.com backslash groups. An update for this year, we are actually doing all of our groups through Online Women's Bible Study, so you can sign up for onlinewomensbiblestudy.com to join a group. Reflect and commit. Now let's be realistic. To really do this and do it well, you want to go in strong and prepared. Take the time to complete the reflection and commitment section below. Now this is what I talked to you about at the beginning of this episode This is where there's a whole bunch of questions and I would just encourage you to do a couple different things. You can listen to me read the questions um, straight through and then you can just lightly process them. But I would encourage you, would urge you if at all possible, that you hit pause after each question and process it. If you're driving or doing carpal line or washing dishes or folding laundry, and you can't actually write out your answer, that's totally fine. You have to make this work for you. I'm so proud of you for doing this. I know it's hard to squeeze it in during the holidays, but if you're at all able to hit pause after each question and jot down your answer, it will be so much more beneficial for you. You ready? The first section is reflect, and then we'll go into commit. Question, what have been some of your biggest regrets from past Advent Christmas seasons? Question, why did you decide to do this Advent study? Question, how would you describe your relationship with the Lord right now? Be honest. Question, 
How often do you spend focused time with him, not rushed or on the go time, but still in focused time with him? Some call this a quiet time. What do you do during this time? What does studying the word of God look for, like for you in this current season? You gotta love how this is live recording <laughs> with a fire truck going behind my house right now. Thank you for your grace. Question, how do you wish your focused time with the Lord was different? Question, what do you hope to get out of this study in season specifically? That was all reflect and now we're going in to commit. Do you know that most women struggle to spend time with God? They do. Studying God's word takes effort. It doesn't come easily or naturally. So if you feel frustrated that you're always behind on studies and you know we don't believe in behind or feel shame that you never stick with studies, let us help you. Start with grace because he offers it to you freely. Give yourself grace and pick up where you left off. If you feel overwhelmed by the study or the season, give yourself grace. And again, reach out to us so we can help you. Prompt. Right below, I will give myself grace. For you audio listeners, you can just say it out loud. I will give myself grace. With that said, be disciplined. Giving yourself grace is not the same thing as being lazy. You can do this. This may feel hard at times and it will certainly be a challenge, but you have done harder things. Write down three things you've done that are harder than finishing a Bible study. Prompt, right below, I will not quit. For you audio listeners, you can just say it out loud. Make your commitment, I will not quit. One thing I've realized about myself is how many little obstacles I let take up my time throughout the day. When I choose to be more disciplined in those areas, it creates more time than I realize. Question, when will you choose to have time with the Lord each day? Pick a time and a place. Note, as the holidays go on, you'll need to adjust this. Plan ahead before you travel or have guests. Prompt, set an alarm on your phone each day, setting it 10 minutes before you're ready to meet with God. Turn on the snooze feature so you can hit snooze until you've actually got get started. Initial below when you've set your alarm and know what time you've set your alarm to go off. Prompt. What obstacles might prevent you from making this time a reality? I want you to think about what distracts you once you, you're about to sit down or have already sat down. List each one below. Then write down what you can do to eliminate or lessen each distraction. For example, I know that if I even pick up my phone in the morning, I will get lost in the rabbit hole that is Instagram for 20 minutes. So I don't allow myself to touch it until I spent time with the Lord. There is then space for you to list out various obstacles you have and then what you can do about it. I really, if you do nothing else, my friend, pause and do this. We must identify what are the things that are going to keep you from listening. So for you doing it as an audio listener as opposed to a workbook study user, you're going to have to think creatively what's going to keep you from listening. And maybe it's simply um, starting other podcasts or listening to music or getting on text message or something like that. Make a commitment for you. Have a game plan for how you're going to do this. Prompt, share your chart with someone or with several people and write their names below. Give them permission to ask you how you're doing and help hold you accountable to the goals you've set. Prompt, 
I know sharing our biggest obstacles can be hard to do. It's super vulnerable act to let people in our struggles. However, it'll be such a worth it act of courage because it will help you find greater freedom in the Lord and consistency in his word. Write a prayer to the Lord committing this study to him. Ask him to help you. Ask him to move in your heart and life during this Lent season. You can write your prayer on the inside cover of, the, of your study. What I would just encourage you to do is we wrap up this intro section that you would just spend a little bit of time in prayer and ask God to work powerfully in your heart through this study that you would know who he is, that you would worship him, that you would celebrate him, that you would be disciplined in your study time. I love you, friend. I'm so excited you're going to be part of the He Is Attributes of God Bible study. The next time we chat, we'll be doing our very first session. I hope that was encouraging to you. This Advent study was brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. As a reminder, I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to all of our members. Plus, we have a special Advent series going through the Christmas narrative. Our teachers are Jamie Ivey, Tony Collier, Whitney Caps, Mimi Jenkins, myself, with worship from Christy Knuckles. Friend, do not miss this. You have nothing to lose with that week trial. I'm so grateful you joined us today. James 1.22 in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly, Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And if you loved today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.